This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, I, I got to move on to, uh, what's it, Dick's, Dick Sprine Hall. Uh, he's here to do a, a, a commercial with us. Uh, Mr. Sprine Hall, how you doing? Very, very funny, Tomas. Have you ever done a cameo? I got one a couple of years ago from Tom Ryan, and oh, it was really, Tom. really well produced. It was uh, Donny Osmond doing a song and dance routine for my birthday, but it was cut in such a way that you could tell that they would just put in people's different people's names because <laughs> they wouldn't have a close-up shot when they did the name. But my name would show up, and you know, behind the chorus line flashing LED lights that said, Doug, it was really pretty clever. And I thought it was good. And Brittany's right. The fact that he took the time to uh, source that out and send it to me, I think that really was what was special about it. When are you going to bring Tom Ryan back in the studio? I love that guy. Well, you know, the boy does travel quite a bit. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, uh, he's, I don't know. I think he's addicted. We've talked about this to uh, frequent flyer miles. Uh, but he does put him to good use. He and his wife will jet off to Italy for a week from time to time, and it's all free. But I, I'd love to get him back in because he's, he's just a gifted storyteller and a really, really funny guy and a great friend. So. Great guy. He's a really good guy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on the line. Doug Sprinthal live and the new GM from Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, home of my new EV Ford Mustang online at FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. Doug Sprinthal, what is the latest, Pally? Um, I started watching Suits last night. Everybody told me it was great. Oh, I ish. could barely make it through the first episode. Horrible. I just wanted to go in there and beat the shit out of almost every character. They were just <laughs> the most obnoxious people in the world. And I know a lot of attorneys, and I guess there's a couple that are like that, but that's not really the way they are. It's just stupid. Except for Michael Bryan's actually that big a dink. Is yeah, like saying? I said, most most of them, but there are exceptions. <laughs> I love that. That that makes me happy every morning. I tell you a funny story. I got my sense of humor from my mom. It was probably I don't know ten years ago. She's in a retirement community. She says, "Mom, I'm just curious. When you're at uh, you know knitting or crochet class, talking to your friends, you've got a son who's a used car salesman." a daughter who's an attorney and the other one that works for health and human services, the state of Minnesota. What do you tell your friends? She goes, it's easy. I tell them I have one kid. <laughs> well, see, that works. I thought it was pretty funny. Absolutely. I am no question about it, but, uh, I'm, I gotta be honest with you, Doug. And I know I just, I bring it up all the time and I probably shouldn't, but man, do I miss seeing you every Thursday? I know I miss doing that too. It was, uh, the, 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 God, the 10 years that we did that, I thought, yep. I can't believe I'm actually getting paid to hang out with Tom and screw around on the, on the air. It's, uh, it's wonderful. The ultimate low-effort, high-reward job. <laughs> what do you mean low-effort? You were killing it. Well, yeah, sure I was, yeah. Typical. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, we're just amateurs, and it's interesting to work with somebody like you that's been doing this a mm-hmm. long time. Not to be a butt kisser, but you you know you you make it look so easy. And I remember in the old days when you'd go on vacations and they'd have guest hosts come in on the on the morning show, mm-hmm. and it was almost always a complete disaster. Even Louis Anderson, who's just great, couldn't do it. And I thought, well, yeah. there obviously is a lot more to this than meets the eye. 
Although every once in a while on the podcast, I just mess with you because one thing I've learned about radio people, the one thing that they absolutely hate is dead air. Yeah, <laughs> so, you're right. You're and right. It, it's just like it's a reflex that you guys all have. It's like your eyes get big and your blood pressure goes up and you just, you know, fill the void. So anyway. So, so I got to ask you, business must be good because I, I get uh, people on the street ask me, so where's flagship? Because I want to go see Doug. It is good, you know, and this is working. Uh, we knew it yeah. would. It's yeah. it's taken a little longer, I think, than it was different before when I was representing 15 or 20 brands. Yeah. Uh, you know, not everybody is in the market for a pickup truck or, a, you know, or, or an Explorer, but we've got, we've had a lot of people drive in from the cities and, and contact me from all over the, the metro. And That's actually, really yeah. Got a guy that's going to lease a, a, a Maki just like yours, I think, in the next month. It's up in uh, uh, Sock Center, so it's it's good. It's good for our business, and we appreciate that. We love all the listeners that reach out, and and it's and I'm happy that this. It's proof that the podcast is working. I think I'm equally happy for you guys. So, thanks for all that. If people have car questions, new or used. Uh, you can always reach me at Doug at flagshipboard.com. I'd be happy to answer your questions or help you navigate the purchase process if necessary. I, uh, you know, every time you, you talk about that or anybody talks about it, I do cringe a little bit because the term Maki is yeah. very, very negative. People don't realize that. Do you know what a Maki is? No. It's a very, very derogatory term for a certain group of people. Really? Yes. Can we name the group, or are we going to get in trouble? Uh, Jews. Calling a Jew a Maki is not a good thing. I never knew that. <laughs> Nobody uh, knows that, but you have to remember, I grew up in North Minneapolis, and everybody west of Penn Avenue, and I didn't even know, uh, I know the one line that was used once on National Lampoon, a guy was arguing with a Jewish guy, and he said, typical gabardine stroke and Maki. <laughs> like, what? Wow. I don't know that's what. A, that's yeah. a creative. That's a creative slur. Yeah, it really is. There's no question about it. I have. No, I. I don't know the derivation of it. I don't know where it came from. But, and I haven't heard that in decades now. It was a long I'm to, time. I'm gonna have to look that up. And the interesting side of it from the from the car side is, when they first brought that car out, they they really promoted the name Mustang. They called it Mustang Mach-E. And there was a lot of gearheads that pushed, that's not a real Mustang, it's an electric toy, and blah, 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 blah. And there's this backlash. <laughs> Ford sort of pivoted a little bit and stopped calling it a Mustang Mach-E, and they just now refer to it as a Mach-E. So I, I don't know. Whatever. It's a cool car. Who cares what name's on it? I mean, well, no, forget, I understand that. The company that named a car the Ford Probe. They're, they're not great with names, but they build pretty cool stuff. Yeah, the Probe. That's another one. You really named yeah. your car the Probe? I mean, how stoned <laughs> do you think they were when that went through the board? <laughs> Holy bucket. You're right. I never even thought of that. There is a car called a Probe. Why? <laughs> well, design it for women. It'll be spectacular. It'll be unbelievable. No question about it. So now you're coming in studio in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, and we're, we're, we're trying to do the first Thursday of the month, but you guys are going to be off, so we'll yeah, do it because of the holiday. And I've got to call Tom anyway. I'll, maybe I can get him to come in. I've got a couple ideas for some interesting guests, and 
one guy who uh, uh, a friend of a really good friend of ours who just reunited with his birth father. He hadn't he'd never met him, and the guy's I don't know fifty or so. He told me the story. I'm like, this would be really good on the podcast. It's pretty cool. So. I'll dig up somebody cool, and we'll be on uh, um, two weeks from this Thursday. Sounds great. What are you going to do on your week off? Anything exciting, Bland, or just Catherine, hanging out with the grandkids, or what's up? Uh, we're going to go to the uh, cashiers in uh, North Carolina. The cashier, ah, cashier okay. man. Yeah, very, very nice there. I've been there just briefly. Catherine's never been there. And so we just, uh, we've always wanted to go there. Just really spectacularly beautiful. You just fly into Asheville, hang around. And by the way, Asheville, I love that town anyway. It's a great town. Um, uh, you just hang out uh, in Asheville for a while, and you drive on over to the cashiers, hang out there. It's a, the whole area. That, the Carolinas are much more beautiful than people who've never yeah, been there really. Quiet about that. That's on my retirement community <laughs> checklist, and I don't really want a lot of people to know. As a matter of fact, if you're interested... <laughs> My mom, just, my stepmom, just put uh, her and my dad's uh, house for sale. It's eh, it's probably northwest of where you're going to be, about forty miles on top of a oh, mountain. Okay, it's yeah, just absolutely yeah. beautiful. So you're going to buy it? Yeah, I don't have that uh, podcast DJ kind of money. No, yeah. you know that. Okay, nice. Try. I got three kids in college. I'm glad I can afford gum right now. <laughs> you got that right, and one of them's wearing China or something. Uh, Korea. Korea. There you go. That's got to be a little spendy, I imagine. Actually, it's uh, it's consider- so it's through the University of London, and tuition there it's about what the U of M is. It's in the mid twenties, but the year that she's in Korea, it's about half of that. So it's it's quite a bit less than uh, what what she what we pay it for the normal year for her. So magnificent. All right, Pally. Well, the problem is she won't be back until June. So that. Totally sucks. Yeah, that part does. I I'd have a very hard time with that. You're absolutely right. I understand your sorrow. Well, I, I, well, I know that you do because your kids went to college all the way across on the other side of the Mississippi. They did. All as a matter of fact, remember that. We'll close with this, Catherine. I'm sitting around moping at the house because Andy and Alex moved out the same day to go to college, and. She goes, what's the matter with you? I said, what do you mean? What's the matter with me? Our kids don't live with us anymore. She said. It's an 11-minute drive. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> Take them to lunch. It's not the same as living in my house, though, damn it. I know. It really isn't. No, you're, I, I, I get it. You know, those few times that the kids are actually spending the night at the house, I get all kind of squishy inside, and then I realize, yeah, they're just using this for a hotel. They have no interest <laughs> in being here whatsoever. <laughs> Maybe they'll have dinner, and that's about it. But that's, that's life. I mean, just as a parent, you just got to deal with it. Yeah, Brittany, dude. you'll find out what this is like in about 18 or 19 no. years. No. I'm literally, as you guys are talking, because oh. I was feeling emotional, looking at a picture Wendy sent of me and Gogo at the fair. with She's got food on her face, powdered sugar. I know she's not looking at me because she's smiling. She's smiling. She's smiling, so it's not <laughs> Uncle Tom. No, she's not mean-mugging Tom. No, it's true. All right, Dougie, we will talk to you tomorrow. Is that correct? Yep, I'll talk to you guys then. Have a great day. Enjoy the beautiful weather. It's going to be gorgeous today. It is absolutely spectacular. Thanks, Doug. Bye, Doug. Over and out. Ladies and gentlemen, longtime friend of the Tom Bernard Show, Doug Sprinthal, Flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, online. It's FlagshipFord.com. That's FlagshipFord.com. We'll be back in seconds. What can Hubbard Interactive do for your business? Let's take a listen and find out what they did for one local company, Steve the Window Guy. I'm Sally and I'm a digital brand strategist here at Hubbard Interactive. 
We met with Melissa from Steve the Window Guy, and she was looking for help with their video advertising strategy. So we helped build a comprehensive plan for streaming TV and YouTube ads. And Melissa, tell us how it's been getting your message out with help from Hubbard Interactive. I've been working with them for five years, and what I've learned is that they have both the experience and the depth inside their team to help me solve any creative marketing challenge that I've got. So over the years, I've moved from streaming TV to YouTube ads, and now we're moving towards SEO. And I'm loving the results that I'm seeing. Is there anything else you want business owners out there to know about Hubbard Interactive? I am so grateful for the entire team at Hubbard Interactive for effortlessly understanding our business and our marketing business, and then always delivering only the best results. To find out how our experts can help your business grow, get in touch today at HubbardInteractive.com. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll off the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This cardboard order, is it up to date? Camila's recyclable coffee cup factory can no longer be considered a grande. Uh, redesign, it's at the printer. She needs more designers to jump the business to a triple shot. client wants to see several more design options. The logo's got to be bigger. Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates, and you can schedule and conduct virtual interviews right from the Indeed dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You need need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. 
and tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Yeah, back, what? I was trying to guess what you were going to say. Yeah, baby. I thought you were going to go, yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> I was, yes, I was going to do that. I forgot to, to do it, though. I'm sorry. I, I dropped the ball on you. Uh, I was actually going to say 827, 27 minutes after 8 o'clock. Uh, news brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. What's going on, Buster? Oh, I was just thinking back to the good old days when you guys were, uh, Doug was talking about the Ford Probe. One of my best friends had a Ford Probe. <laughs> oh, my God, did we make fun of him forever about it. And his probe was black. So, I mean, there was all kinds of was good stuff. I understand that completely. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Eggert with us live out at the yard at the fair right now, aren't you? Yes, sir. I'm enjoying a piece of $3 pizza off a piece of paper. Pizza at uh, 8.30 in the morning. That's good. Okay, Chris, I'm not making fun of the time you're eating because I get that you wake up early, but I am making fun of you making such a... It just showed me who you are as a person when you made such a big stance about not paying for one item, and I think you bought something every day. Yeah, that's who I am, Brittany. I talk a lot of S, and then when it comes right down to it, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm weak. I am... I give in to everything. Yeah. All right, good. We got insight. I like it. Yeah. Throw worthless in there. Come on. Worthless. I am, I, am, I am worthless, but I do work hard. I'll give myself that. You are a hard worker. You're all worthless and weak. Remember that from Animal House? Yes, and that is also confirmed. Fantastic. I'm very weak. So what's going on? I was watching you this morning. You're working way too hard. Yes, sir. There's no question about that. So what's going on in the news? Anything big in the news for the state of Minnesota? What do we have for today's? Uh, oh, yeah, a bunch of the – there's a, a real kerfuffle that's been kind of developing Ooh. to something more and more the last couple of days, maybe week or so, is there's some, there's some unclear language in a state law for school resource officers, and more and more school resource officers are, are pulling out of being in school for the first – for the start of the school year. Um, I think we had another – was at Redwood Falls out in western Minnesota. Um, another school district decided that they're going to pull their officer because they. I think the idea the <clears throat> Police Chiefs Association and some of the law enforcement groups basically are saying that this language is so unclear that they think the officers could be in danger for jumping in and trying to break something up and using a certain amount of force, and I think they're trying to protect the officers and telling them not to not to even go in schools, which this has been kind of an ongoing issue. You know, if you guys will recall, after, like, all the George Floyd stuff, a lot of the big districts pulled the officers out of schools anyway just for, a, you know, to make a kind of a political statement. And so now, you know, some of these, Officers are going to start going back in the schools, and now it's even unclear whether or not they're going to do that. So, yeah, that was our that was our top story today. I have a question for you about that. When yeah. are we going to realize we do need law enforcement in America? Well, uh, you know, I, I feel like maybe the scale's starting to tip a little bit on that, given everything that's Jesus. been going on. But I don't know. Maybe not. 
I got to be honest. I, look, I grew up in the toughest neighborhood in the entire state of Minnesota, and I have never had one minute problem with a cop. Never. I've been pulled over. I've been questioned on the street, all the rest of it. They never, you know, I was a bigger kid, too. So you think if you're going to rough somebody up, you'd pick the bigger kid to do it to. But why is it that every time that I engage with the police, it was never a problem? Yeah, it's um, it, it's it's definitely at a it's at a crossroads. Probably has been for a while, but I, you know, I, I I do see more people in communities like North Minneapolis, like real people who live there, not yes, <clears throat> yep, not politicians who claim to represent them, but real people who live there speaking out more and going, listen, <laughs> you know, we want you and we need you here. Um, are there some things that? could change absolutely um but yeah well i gotta be honest with you chris i'm very serious about this the best thing that you could do for the people in those neighborhoods is keep your nose out of their business it's none of your business whether they need police or you don't you don't need the police out at whispering acres because you're behind a gate uh you live in a gated community so you don't need cops it's not the, I am so tired of upper middle class people sticking their nose in everybody else's business. I'm really tired of it. You have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, everybody uh sometimes the the it, what is supposed to be well, I don't even want to say well intended cuz I don't even know that it's well intended. Yeah, I don't either. Just if it's just there for the for the optics of it, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just just go about your business. Get the hell out of the way, and that would be good. Pay your taxes, and everything would be all. You're good to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I hear you. It's really. Um, what do we a, have? Any uh, any new school shootings or, or mass shootings we should know about? There were two days in a row this week, were there not? Uh, there was one in North Carolina yesterday, and uh, prior to that, the day before that, there was a thing that went down in Jacksonville at a dollar general or a dollar store. So, so the first guy on the, was a honky that decided he hated black people, I, from what I understand. Yep. And then yep. the, there was an Asian kid was the second one, wasn't he? Yeah, I haven't read up a lot about the situation that happened in North Carolina yesterday. Yeah, I, I, not a lot. Um, hasn't been much said about it, um, which you can also draw your own conclusions from that. Um, the The other one that happened over the weekend did get a lot of publicity um yeah i don't know it's i, I mean I, I don't it's 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 all kind of depressing really but we've got the fair going on so that's fun i like yeah. it we'll get off mental illness and go to a different kind of mental illness <laughs> called the state fair Jeez. yeah like eating three dollar pizza at eight in the morning <laughs> yeah <laughs> baby i love that is it good pizza it is pretty good listen you can't get a lot for three bucks out here i'm loving it i I've been out here for 12 years straight, and I, I didn't even know this place was a thing. It's very exciting. Yeah, three dollars. We, we do have to stop and go, how did you get mm-hmm. any item for $3 at the State Fair? That is impressive, Chris. For sure. And I, I as, a, as a cheap type guy um, and a practical guy, I really I love the practicality of serving it on a piece of pizza or a piece of paper. Well, I believe there's, uh, there's the pizza stand that has the $3 pizza, and then I think there's $1.50 hot dogs somewhere. But they are as Costco. It, they are now. They are as literally as plain as you can possibly get it. It is white bun. 
you know, four and a half inch dog. You just get yep. ketchup. There's That's no relish. Big. There's no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I shouldn't be knocking four and a half inches, right, Brian? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's a plenty. It's plenty, plenty. size. You know, it's great. It's w- I'd like to point something the out. The bun's big. The bun's too big. Yeah, yeah. That's, the the, that's, that's on the buns. <laughs> i got to point something out, ladies and gentlemen. We are just talking about uh, mass shootings in Jacksonville, Florida, then another mass shooting yesterday. As we're talking about this, I didn't hear Brian come in. I look up and he's standing right next to me. Yeah, you did not. You, your whole great. body language changed by, uh, right when you... Brian came in, Tom. It was so funny. All of a sudden, I was like, what is Tom upset about? I'm like, oh, he got alarmed. No, I didn't really get alarmed. I just went, I don't like Brian standing this close to me. <laughs> yeah, That's what's the problem. I've got that yeah. uh, ninth grader in the hallway who talks to himself kind of vibe. <laughs> you know? do. They, uh, be nice to that kid in the yeah. cafeteria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's always why. That's my motivation for being your friend, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Brian's fine. It's the AR-15 he has with him. Yeah. It's very awesome. Well, then, you know. Yes. Wearing camouflage. That's my style. You know. <laughs> he's got it all going. So, you should. you and Brian should talk news for a second, uh, Chris Eggert. I, I would love to, but I got a jet. I'm already past my time. You I'm big sorry. baby. <laughs> I'm All right. sorry. We'll talk to you for Bye. three minutes tomorrow. Bye, Chris. Right. See you, buddy. Bye. Bye, you hun yuck. <laughs> News brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh for your free 48-minute financial evaluation. Chris Hager. I love working with Chris Hager. I tell you that all the time, but it's true. I've always liked him. He's so likable, it's annoying. He really is. It is annoying how likable he's he is. He's so likable. Every time he, like fumbles or does this and you want to make fun of him you're like i can't you're just so dang sweet kind of like brian miller he's brian just so miller nice so epic you know, so nice well he agrees with me that's yeah. real good I'm, I'm a real peach i'm fantastic <laughs> i'll have you know tom so what's happening brian how much i'm getting ready to uh to headline acme uh yeah, wonderful you know, doing my my big my big week and then I i'm also it. running the contest next week we have the funniest person in the Twin Cities contest coming up. The oh, finals. that's coming up already. Really? Yeah. Jesus, it's already the finals. Right after the holiday, we always do. Yeah. God. So it'll be the Wednesday after the 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 finals. So I'm hosting that, and then I'm I'm have a couple of special guests, and we'll we'll pick a winner. Ooh, do I get to hear with special guests, or is it a surprise? I actually can tell you the special guest. It okay. is. Uh, do you want Do you want to know? Oh yeah. yeah. Give it, it to uh, us. It is a uh, Greg Coleman, uh, oh, yeah. Elise oh. Cole, and Nate Abshire. Oh really? Nate yeah. was just in studio last week. Oh yeah. Yep, I just saw him guy. yesterday. Great yeah, he's, guy. A, he's all right. No, he's okay. You're absolutely right. He's not a great guy. He's okay, you know. He's decent on stage, I he's guess. Very... <laughs> That's real. What a... Now, jokes. do you invite Sansevier to this stuff? You know, Bob won't come down. Uh, Bob won't come to uh, downtown. No, he won't. He no. won't go downtown ever no. again. No, I, I have. I have definitely mentioned to him that tickets Sanny. would be happy, happily provided for him. <laughs> you leave him there, just like uh, Will Ferrell in Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, you leave their dad. There's always hopes. two empty seats in yeah. front, Brian. Right? Uh-huh. That's where Bob would have been. <laughs> I love that so much. I can't even tell you, Sam. What a goofball that man is. You know, I've known him for like what thirty-five years. Or I think so. Uh, that's yeah. I've. Unfortunately, I've known him for a long time, too. I mean, not obviously as long, but I remember hanging out with him when I was, like, 21 in Vegas for the KQ Morning Show, and he was, like... I remember back then being like, you are a ridiculous man, and he's gotten worse. More ridiculous. There's no question about that. More stubborn, eats the top of his pizza, worst man I've ever met, love him. Stacks up the crust. 
throws out the crush. Oh, he throws, stands it up, and then he throws it. Yeah, for sure. He's, I knew he did the cheese, but he, I didn't know he literally threw all the crust away. The whole thing. Well, he used to. I don't yeah. know if he still does, but he, he used to. He claims he'll always give it to a dog. Um, <laughs> but I don't Good know idea. like which dog he's finding. He used okay, so he used to drive Gelfan crazy because he would, Whoa. before him just like taking the cheese right off the pizza, he would take a bunch of shredded mozzarella, put it in the microwave at KQ, Heat it up and then bring it in the studio and eat it. Can you imagine how disgusting that A smelled and B looked? Mm-hmm. It was that was Bob his Bob smelled and looked bad? Yeah. That, that was saying? his big snack. It oh, was yeah. almost every day he would do that and we'd all I mean, I was in a different studio, but I'd see him with his weird mound of melted cheese just being like, You have no shame. Do you put it in a cup or on a plate? On a plate. I feel like a mug. Would be the the. Uh, the I mean, don't you you're think right it, though. You're not wrong. It preserves. It, 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 but like you the know, mystery of what's in the mug the, always. The modesty me. of the mug doesn't you don't see yeah. all the cheese the and then just act the like mug. it's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to ask two questions here. Yeah. Just out of the blue, um, did anybody ever get a hold of Duran Duran? We tried yesterday, but that is still up. I never heard back from yeah, their so people or from the state fairs people. In, so they might not be coming in town. You know, I haven't talked to those guys in, was it 35 years now, yeah. something like that? It's yeah, probably I, been that long. Yeah, we would probably be over the phone regardless what day they yeah. were getting to town anyway, but yeah, I haven't heard back yet. So Yeah, I, for people that maybe don't know this, because we were talking about it before, but I traveled. I was the record guy that took Duran Duran around America oh, uh, so for cool. the first couple of years that they were, they were a group. Yeah, pretty much up and down the central part of the United States, actually. And so we're, I just haven't seen those guys. Last time I saw them, they were at the, God, was it still, what was the old building in St. Paul called again? The Civic Center? Just the St. Paul Civic Center? St. Paul Civic that? Center, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Worst building ever. Uh, it's Earth. awful, yeah. yeah. Remember what Steve Martin did in that building? No. Because the seats were so far away from the stage. They, you, you couldn't get near the stage. So he's center stage. He walks out, and I'll hold this up, but... He walks down the stage and he's looking around, looking around, and there are, what, 16,000 people, I think. It's seated 16,000, I think. He said, I've waited to come to the St. Paul Civic Center to do my world-famous dime trick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He holds up a dime. <laughs> oh, okay. That's funny. That ought to go over huge. But, yeah, they were at, I don't know, I, I think it was still the Civic Center the last time that I saw those guys. And... Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to, I, I should probably go over there and, and say hello to them. But uh, yeah, a hell, of a hell of a note. That's all I'm saying. Can I ask you a, a question and be honest? What do you think of their music? Duran Duran? Yeah. It's okay. Okay. I wasn't knocked out by yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think that they are, they're much like Wham. In the, yeah, I can in, see in that. The, in the vein that they are incredibly talented musicians, yep. but their music is grating on my ears. I will tell you, Andy Taylor. He's not. Andy's not with him anymore. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. There are three Maybe. Taylors: John Taylor, Andy Taylor, and uh, Roger Taylor, and they're not related. Really? I just always assumed they were. <laughs> That's Everybody insane. Does. Isn't that hilarious? How do you even? How does that even happen? <laughs> yeah. Like I know Taylor's like at least somewhat common, but that's actually insane. Andy Taylor at the uh, what are those those hotels again? They're 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 there's a big open space in the middle of them. Like They're like 10 oh, stories yeah, tall. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. Those like, things go. The Embassy Suites. Embassy Suites. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. So Andy Taylor's at the Embassy Suites, and he calls me up to the room. He goes, Tom, 
I'm going to talk to you for a second. Come upstairs. <laughs> so I go upstairs. I visit him. I said, what's going on? He goes, I wanted you to see this. Because in the middle of that, he was up on the eighth, eighth floor, I believe it was. In the middle, there was always a bar. People sitting around a bar in the middle of that big mm-hmm. cavern or whatever. He goes, Tom, watch this. Walks over to the railing with a wastebasket full of water and dumps it on him. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? So from eight stories, this water comes raining down on the bar area. Wow. Like, Jesus, Andy. So I had a little I had a little splaining to do after that one. Yeah. Because it was my job to explain why he would have done something like that, which I still don't know. You know, that was part of that job that I loved to tell you the truth. Hmm. You ever heard of Billy Crash Craddock? Why have I heard that name? He's a country western singer. Back, yeah. This is, again, yeah, yeah, yeah. 40 years the ago. The crash part is what really The sticks. crash, yeah. yeah. He was called Billy Crash Craddock because he was a running back, I think, at South Carolina, University mm-hmm. of South Carolina, because he would crash into the whatever. But same deal. We're at the Embassy Suites. You can hear this noise because there's a big cavern out there, just yeah. an open space. And you can hear this really loud noise. And Billy comes out wearing a T-shirt and, and uh, boxer shorts. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, do you hear that noise? I said, no, I didn't hear anything. He goes, well, there's got to be something. So we went outside. He looked over the room. He's in his underwear now. We look over, and a fight had broken out in the bar. He runs to the elevator and gets involved in the fight. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. An elevator to a fight. That's he goes a down eight, fl- eight floors and gets involved in the fight. Like, do you get more revved up in the elevator, or do you calm down a little bit yeah. on the eight I just floors? see him in there stretching. Yeah, and just no, absolutely. Like, yeah. little shadow boxing like, before I'd be he gets mortified. I'd be like, okay, as that elevator's going down, I'd be like, I need to reevaluate my mm-hmm. life. Like, by the time I got down there, I'd be like, all right, and like walk and t- go to the bathroom or something instead. That was so much fun. What if somebody gets off on like the fifth floor? You get yeah. you have even more. Keep time up the energy. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. right. Not and then, floor, not and then people are rolling in their suitcases. Oh, excuse us, we're on our honeymoon, you know. And so you have to like keep that revved up energy. That'd be yeah, that's awkward. I want to get in a brawl at the embassy suites now. Yeah, absolutely. There's one right over on 494. Isn't yeah, there? we could go Star Wars. Yeah, it's 494. Yeah. I mean, that's, there's no better cardio than a fight. I'll tell you that. And I, I need some good cardio in my life, so I'm in. You know, one of the reasons I had to do that job, take all these entertainers around, because a lot of them would say really, really not very nice things to people. Oh, I'm sure. I will, I, And I always had to straighten it out. And it's like, oh, you know, they, he didn't really mean it. He was just joking around and blah, 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 blah. I bet you it's even worse now. Oh, I, I guarantee it's worse now. Because people blow up so quickly now. Like, I think there's something to be said when you are dealing with a rock star that's been on the road for a while, earned their dues, and kind of learned that they can lose in a fight and all these things. But people that blow up now, sometimes that like overnight fame or that, you know, one year and all of a sudden they're doing these big coliseum or whatever, they didn't really learn how to buffer themselves, how to whatever. And I think those are the people that like could be way worse. Oh, the worst one ever. And I won't even say who did it. I was just going to say who's the worst one ever. (laughs) Oh, God. I will never forget this. Big, you know, Minneapolis-St. Paul was the hub of the record industry as far as, you know, the music lands and mm-hmm. the, the, the Liebermans. Yeah. All of it. Sam Goody was out of music land and all the rest of it. So we out there and one of the, uh, the, the presidents of a division out there uh, was a big fan of this person. It's, it's, this guy was a huge star. And he was actually a really nice guy. He was a country singer, so he had a little bit of an edge to him. And we're sitting there. 
So, like, where Brittany is is where I am. The artist is where I'm sitting. And the president of the company is where Brian's sitting. And he says, oh, I wanted to tell you one thing. I want to show you something. He reaches back and grabs a picture of this very, very pretty woman. And she's wearing a crown. And he goes, I wanted you to see this, by the way. That's, uh, this is my wife. And she was not just one time, but two time Miss. And I don't want to say what she was Miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a beauty contest. She goes, she won it not only one year, but two years in a row. And I thought, he turns around, puts the thing back. As he turns around, the artist looks at me and goes, hey, Tommy, how many guys do you think she had to F to win that title? Oh, <laughs> my God. Okay, I got a job ahead of me here today. Yeah. This is going to be tough. Oh. I will never. I used to go through that all the time. My I job would have been, I would have been, I would have been sweating. Oh. Profusely, like if I was you in that situation, just automatically making it worse. Yeah, I say to the guy, "Oh, he's just kidding," and he goes, "No, I'm not." I know, double down. <laughs> I was like, "No, I want a double number. Down. Give me an over under." Yeah, yeah. Like, seven. Oh my God. And that guy was Garth Brooks. <laughs> right? yeah, Garth Who would have thought? That's what he the was song the dance is about. The dance. It was not Garth Brooks, but he was that big. He was his biggest star as Garth oh, Brooks. So, wow. oh my! You could probably guess who it was if you thought about it for a while. But I will. I the look on that president's face is like. I can't really attack him. He's much bigger than me. Yeah. <laughs> but holy God. Yeah, you hear some things, man. And do you, okay, do you actually take that kind of stuff personally? Like, because I know you would be pretty pissed if somebody made that. Can we say that, that about my wife? Yeah. Yes, I yeah. would be yeah, upset. That. But if they said it generically, like if somebody said like, yeah, your wife's so, you know, made some comment, had never met her. Didn't say her actual name. You know how it's like the we talk about like my mom, the you know your mom jokes sure. and how they do. You don't even think about your mom when you say it. Yeah. If somebody threw a generic one at you about Catherine, but like didn't say Catherine, didn't ever meet your wife, but said mm-hmm. something about her. I you know the circle. Yeah. Uh, there I have a family. Yeah. And there's a circle around us. Stay outside the circle. Yeah. You come in the circle. It's your ass. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And God forbid you don't defend your wife and she finds out oh, about exactly. it. I mean, it's not even worth the risk. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> oh, my God, we're blowing through the show. See, as soon as Brian shows up. When just... he, are you here to me this week? This this week, Wednesday to Saturday. Ooh. Wednesday to Saturday. So tomorrow through Saturday. Yeah. And then next week, it's the contest. Yep, next week doing the contest on a Wednesday. God. I'm hard to get rid of. I've noticed over yeah. the years, Brian. Yeah. I've actually been in the building the whole time since last time I was here. <laughs> I was like, like the movie Parasite. I've been sleeping in the basement. I was waiting Smart. for you the whole time. <laughs> we do have to take a break. It's coming up. We've got some, a lot of great stuff still coming up on the show. I'm sure glad the miserable heat dome is now behind us. Fall may be just the best part of summer. You know that. Along with the cooler, shorter fall days, it's one of the best times in Minnesota for landscape plantings. ProTurf did my landscape this spring and killed it. They did a magnificent job. Catherine's very happy. Rick had some great ideas for my yard, and they can do the same for yours. A good fall-established planting is much more likely to survive a summer drought than a following year. A ProTurf certified landscape designer can help you design a landscape that not only looks nice, but will also increase the value of your home. Fall is not only a great time to plant, but also a great time for hardscape patios, walkways, and retaining walls. ProTurf is a Minnesota original, family-owned business since 1982, as a matter of fact. 41 years serving Minnesota. We care for lawns, landscapes, and irrigation systems where we live. If the weeds in your lawn are out of control, fall is the best time to get a head start for next year. 
Let, uh, let them put together a three- to five-step program. It's safe. It's effective. Guarantees results. If you want the best landscape on the block, ProTurf is ready to give you your free landscape or lawn estimate and analysis. Visit www.professionalturf.com and click Estimates for lawn care, landscaping, or schedule an irrigation service visit. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, president at North American Banking Company. And I'm Mike Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a community bank based right here in the Twin Cities, we believe in taking the time to get to know our customers and their businesses. And part of that is hiring and cultivating a team of experienced lenders. When your business banks with us, you're not training in a new inexperienced banker. In fact, our bankers have worked with many of the same customers for years, earning their trust. We get to know you and your business, and you get to know and rely upon us. When your business is looking to capitalize on an opportunity or solve a problem, we'll be here to help you. Tom here. I know Brad and Mike, and I trust that with my banking, they've personally delivered on everything they've just said. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Hi, this is Tom Bernard here for Power Lodge and Miller Marine. Attention all power sports enthusiasts. This August, we invite you to celebrate with Power Lodge as we hit a major milestone, 25 years of bringing action and excitement to Minnesota as your go-to destination for all things marine and power sports. Each of our locations will host a local community appreciation day. Join us in Brainerd, Ramsey, Onamia, or Sauk Rapids as we roll out the red carpet with delicious food, amazing prizes, fantastic giveaways, and unbeatable special pricing. We'll be raffling off a variety of Polaris ATVs and snow. Snowmobiles. Check out PowerLodge.com for event dates nearest you. Throughout August, we've got something special planned. Follow us on social media as we unveil 25 days of deals on the latest off-road and on-road vehicles, boats, and supplies from the top brands in power sports. That's right, 25 days of back-to-back incredible offers. You won't want to miss this. So mark your calendars and get in on the action during our 25th anniversary. Power Lodge, where your adventure begins. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Those guys are always protecting them from one another. <laughs> oh, we were just talking about taking superstars around, and it, it's not an easy job, I will tell you that. Do you, can you, if, off the top of your head, can you think of, like, the most embarrassing thing you've ever said like that? Where you, like... I was probably drinking, so no. <laughs> no recollection. No recollection of it. No, no, no. That's not really my deal to say. Kind of like, I wonder how many guys you have. I mean, that's to that's win, a pretty rough. That's one. pretty I'll, rough. I'll tell you the one that I, did. I I was in Texas and I was talking to this comic and uh, he he mentioned Chad Daniels, so I started telling him this story. Oh sure, true Chad Daniels story. Uh, it's a short version of it. He's a joke joint. Everyone's doing badly, and he, Chad comes in and the there's the one guy supposed to close the open mic, and this comedian says, "Nope, I'm closing it. I don't care if Chad's here. I'm closing it." Well, of course, Chad does great. No one else did great. Chad does great. And then the guy just bombs following Chad. Just bombs. And so I'm telling this comedian in Texas this story. Oh, the guy's name is Ted. I'm telling, this, I'm telling this guy about this comedian named Ted. And then the guy looks at me and he says, yeah, I'm Ted. 
He'd gained like 30 pounds and lost a bunch of oh, hair. Oh, God. And I am S-talking, <laughs> the, telling the story, and I'm telling it Did you to die? the person. So here's the thing. My whole body went numb. Yeah. Kind of numb and hot at the same time. And then I did maybe the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. I looked him right in the eye, and I said, I know, Ted. <laughs> As though he did it on purpose, and he followed me around for the rest of the week. I, like, totally pimped him out. He, he was just like, uh, he couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. As soon as I got outside, I started breathing hard. I was, like, having a panic attack. That is literally my nightmare, what you've just described, like a faux pas on that level. It was, and it was so uncomebackable. I'd used his yeah. name multiple times in the story to his face, telling the story. And, of course, it wasn't like he'd gotten better looking. That, you know, that That's even on top of it. It was, like, very... Uh, it was rough. We rarely do at this age get better looking. Yeah. Yeah. This guy, oof. You know, bring your dildo or whatever it is. <laughs> did you hear what happened with that? No, I did not. Oh, God. oh, Brian. Why were we talking about dill pickles again? Okay. Let me set the stage. Oh, let me set the stage. Kristen Burt, our gorgeous, talented entertainment mm -hmm. reporter who's out of L.A. was talking about how she loves dill. And that's why mm -hmm. she wants to go to the State Fair. She really wants to try the dill lemonade, the dill pizza. And sure. dill is huge this year at the State Fair. She's talking about all this dill stuff. And Tom is, you know, Mr. Like, where are we supposed to get that dill money? Where are we supposed to get that State Fair money? And so then later, he was like, well, all right, well, we got to uh, get you out to the state fair. Don't for bring, forget to bring your dill dough. <laughs> like dough is in cash. The second I said it, I went, oh, God, that's not what I meant at all. And I, then, I think we found yours. <laughs> yeah, just, exactly. uh, I think that's it. Don't forget to bring your dill dough. Rudy, you got to play it one more time. Oh, thanks. I, you got to bring your dill dough or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> God. It was so funny and out of character for Tom just to ask somebody about a dildo. About a dildo, yeah. yeah like, I've worked good. with a lot of radio people. I'd go, yeah, they would ask about sure. a dildo, but not top. And he just, he was like, I did not mean that. And Kristen's just wide-eyed, staring mm -hmm. blankly. And I couldn't, me and Rudy couldn't stop laughing. That's great. No, no, I think that we might have found you. At least yours was accidental. It was accidental. Absolutely. Mo, definitely. No question about it. <laughs> so you've been traveling a lot lately? Yeah, I've been on the road a fair bit. So it's we're, are we back now to doing comedy right, without masks and all the oh, rest of it? Oh, yeah. You know, I was just Thank thinking about God. that. I don't know when. It wasn't right after the thing. You know, it wasn't even right after Omicron. I'm not sure when it, it got back, like felt for real back. But just in the last at least six months... It just doesn't feel like anybody even thinks about it. You almost can't even do your, if you have vaccine jokes at this point, they're so old. You don't even hear yeah, comics I talk about that. it. I bet mm -hmm. you that's true. You know, it, feel, it feels like you could do certain jokes that are that old, a couple of years old, but the topic feels like a million years ago. So you can't even, yeah, can't even do it. No, I suppose. I don't see, I, didn't, I don't think I saw any masks in Louisville. You almost never see them at the club. Almost never. Is it true that they were complete bullshit? Well, okay, so my friend works at the uh, CDC. Oh, okay. And All so right. I would ask him. He used to work, yeah, he worked at the CDC for a while, and now he's at a lab in uh, the Carolinas. And I asked him about the mask thing, and he said, they do something. And if, <laughs> they definitely do like something. That. But he said, he said if, if everyone actually wore an N95 mask the way you're supposed to wear it, he yeah. said it would be pretty effective. Okay. But he said, but he said <clears throat> practically, Almost no one wears an N95, and then the people who do right. don't wear it properly. So he said that the most, the best thing for a mask is if you have been sick recently mm -hmm. and you've, you're on the border, it's really good to wear one because yeah, you might sense. actually really prevent mm -hmm. spread more than yep. that. But he yep. said if you were if you were afraid of getting COVID and you're in a room full of people and you're wearing a cloth mask, 
all that is doing is making you feel better about getting COVID. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. I saw people wearing masks that were homemade out of Hello Kitty fabric. Oh, I was like, yeah. I don't think this is doing anything <clears throat> well, for you. the big one that came out who made a bunch of money was Athleta. Athleta came out with these masks that were like breathable material and but, they were cute. And so breathable material in itself is problematic. So it was like that legging material on sure. your face and you're like, oh yeah, like we're definitely doing nothing here. Yeah. But they were cute. That's all you need to hear, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I, I just, I still see people wearing masks though. There are yeah. still people that wear them every day. Yeah, I, I'm always a little surprised. Not at the airport. That's the one place you used to see it at the airport before. Oh, yeah. no, that, oh, that wasn't so uncommon. Um, but yeah, I don't hardly ever see it at the club anymore. Um, yeah, that and, and more, more to the, even than the mask <laughs> thing, it's just that that the vibe is back to like a normal hangout vibe. Yeah. Like people don't. It doesn't seem like people are nervous to get to. I mean, people certainly willing to shake the hand and you know, right, whatever. Right. Like, right. You know, I so. didn't. Yeah, it was fun at the fair. I didn't even think of that. Like I hugged a bunch of listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't even think about it, which was nice. I love that. It is a nice touch. There's no question about it. That's all I have to say to you. Uh, just let me know when Judd's ready to go. That'd be good. Yep, he's not up yet. Popping up any popping. The typical sports announcer. Oh, just rolling in whenever he wants. I'll just get there when I feel like it. You know. I got beef with Mackie. I took his advice. I got a D plus grade on my fantasy or my fantasy football draft. So. Oh, did you really? Yeah. It was not. Yeah, was he got to predicted that. What was your strategy? I was going to hold off on a quarterback until round four. And I did, but then I went, I just go crazy. Like, I, I try to stick to my strategy, and then I see other people are, you know, uh, drafting tight ends, so I start panicking, should I draft a tight My strategy is always wide receiver, running back heavy, just have a lot of backup, and then the other things will fall into place. But I always panic and end up doing what everyone else is doing, mm-hmm. and then I'm just chasing after things. It's a wreck. Who's your quarterback, by the way? Oh, my God, I don't even know because I picked him last. I'll look. He's – I know it's not a great uh, – Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah. That's not bad. Not yeah, bad. Not a terrible team. But he looks like not a not I know. He's on the yeah. Jaguars, so I didn't know how well he's going to – it's going to go. But. Oh, the Jags have a pretty good over-under this year. All right. You're making me feel better, even though yeah. Yahoo told me that I got a D-plus, which is offensive because mm-hmm. I am an A student. Um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. It's, <laughs> it's uh, tough. I was on the Dean's list, okay, at Concordia. So which, there were two of you in class? There was two, yeah, yeah, me and, well, no, it was just a friend of mine was named Dean, no, and he same, put me on his yeah. list. Dude named Dean, yeah. He wants to screw was. me, and so yeah. I was like, what? made the list. Yeah. I'm just kidding. What did you just say? I said, wanted to screw me. God, you're so filthy. <laughs> where's <laughs> your dildo? Where's my dill money? Where's your dill money? That's what I want to know. It's all luck, though, because I had a guy who plays in our fantasy league. Every year he picks nothing but Green Bay Packers, and he still wins the goddamn league every year. And I'm like, well, then what is the point of having a strategy? I mean, I, this year I'm going in really serious about this because last year I kind of kept forgetting I was in a league because we had like a three-month-old, and I kept forgetting it. So I want to make up for it and show that I am a valuable player, and I really want to take the And it's Taylor Swift theme this year. I didn't pick it. One of my army friends. What does did. Taylor Swift have to do with the draft? All your so you names. Do, you do themes uh, every year, and this year it's oh, Taylor it's Swift. themes. Yeah. So how how does a theme enter into it? So then, whatever player you get, you have to use a pun and do oh, something that God. incorporates that. Oof, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I'm busy. Christ, fantasy football is already a lot of work. You're making me do yeah, work think. inside of work. I know. And Switch I want to show that um, I uh, can have friends and relationships. And a child. So I'm really going in hard this year. Like, I'm going to actually set my lineup 
thank you. So I, who's the last Viking you drafted? Uh, I don't think I have a Viking this year. See, I can't I believe knew it. you didn't get a better grade. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is it, unless it's exactly the one guy. Right. <laughs> Is it the one guy? Because no. if not. I And I almost grabbed Kirk Cousins as a backup quarterback and then realized I panicked again and said, I don't want a backup quarterback. I don't care. I, I did a lot of panicking. Well, the one thing about taking a quarterback like that and putting him on your bench is that he's not on somebody else's team. I should have grabbed him. It was, mm-hmm. like, very available to me. But, again, I saw everyone grabbing other things, and I went for it. Yeah. Brian, you should probably hear this, but I was in uh, the fantasy draft one time in my life. Mm-hmm. Wally Walker, who was the midday guy at KQ at the time, and I were partners. I lasted one day. I said, <laughs> it's all yours, man. Those people get way too because they did it live. The draft was oh, everybody wow. was there together live. What a cluster f that was! Yeah, I don't do fantasy football. It's so much homework. No, it's way it's too much. So work. much, and it I is. like football, so I'm already yeah. engaged. It's not yep. like if I'm at the doctor's office and I have to kill some time. It's like we could just be watching football instead You'd of think. doing math. I yeah, I have no interest in that kind of stuff. I'm no. not good at it, I don't think. Well, imagine this too. That was back in the day where they had to get the newspaper and then calculate their own scores. Yeah. Could you even imagine, Brian? It's like calculating your own bowling score by hand, you know. Oh <laughs> my god. I can't even imagine like now it just does it all for you. Like Tom, yeah. you would have to do no math. It's just whatever. Well, I, I know some people yeah, I'm not worried about the math part, it's the people. Yeah, part. you are. Mm. You're you're good math. Yeah, you're good at math. Um so so do you usually do pretty well this year? You didn't do that great? Last year I did terrible. I, like, I, I like so many times didn't even have my lineup set. I didn't even know what day of the week it was because I was, you know, I had a three-month-old at the time, and I was back in school full-time, uh, and, and I literally was a wreck of a person. I have won the league before. We get a big trophy for the year, and then you get to decorate, and then I bedazzled the whole thing, which that took a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so I'll keep you informed. Just very casually how I'm doing. This is, I get, I'm really excited to try to do well this year. And I thought, I thought having like insider trading, you know, having Mackie and um, Judd on the show is going to help me, but it hasn't yet. So, get a tip off for you. I did one NBA fantasy NBA draft. Is that really hard? Well, let me tell you how well I did. <laughs> you know who my first round draft pick was in the NBA draft? Who? Len Bias. Oh, my God. <clears throat> you know who Len Bias is? No. Look him up right okay. now. because we- Brian Bias, and I don't yeah. want to tell you who it is. You have to look up Len. It's B-I-A-S. He's kept, he single-handedly kept a lot of people from doing something. Let's put it, it that way. There's no doubt. There's, anytime that. someone's like, hey, do you want to have some fun? I'm like, thinking about Len Bias? Think I'll pass. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Some nose candy issues. He died a cocaine overdose. That's exactly right. I draft him, and he died like 10 minutes later. Whoa. You would have won if we were doing the Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, right. that would have exactly. been a huge score on that. Um, yeah. And he was like the number one college prospect. He was like like Michael Jordan huge. before Michael Jordan yes. was the way they yes. were talking about him. That's exactly right. He's probably the most famous young. I mean, it may be the, the highest prospect young athlete to die that I can think of. I don't think there's any, anybody bigger. I can't remember anybody who was supposed to, you know. And I was like, I got Len Bias. I'm winning this whole thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, Tommy got some bad news You're for you. are doing your draft in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.